just like that, the second hour is here for Hot Mike, Hutton Withrow across the Outkick Network. Armando Salguero of Outkick.com will join us in 20 minutes. And uh, also looking forward to our conversation with Mike Pereira, USFL rules guru. He's the uh, director of officiating for the USFL and a former director of officials for the NFL. Uh, and of course, with Fox Sports, does a tremendous job. Chad. There's uh, you know, another arrest at Georgia we'll get to in just a moment. But can you believe that, by the way, the January 15th uh, shooting in, in Tuscaloosa um, on the Alabama Strip, doesn't that feel like a year ago? For as much as we talked about it during the college basketball season, there's an update with the story of Darius Miles, of course, the former Alabama basketball player, uh, who has been in jail since the 15th, uh, where he was charged with accomplice. Uh, he was an, uh, charged as an accomplice in the capital murder charges where Jamia Harris was, was killed, a 23-year-old mother of a, of a five-year-old. Um, he's denied bail for a second time, but his attorney was making the plea in front of the judge that it was, the shooting was in self-defense. But I'm thinking about the text exchanges and everything, the litany of evidence that we went through and thinking, how can you claim self-defense when you're the one who asked for the gun to be brought back to the scene and then that gun was used in a murder? Yeah, I mean, you're just saying I was threatened. The guy threatened me that was with her and he was going to go get a gun. I thought he was getting a gun, told me he was getting a gun, so I had to get my protection in and it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, this is multiple. this is the Gunshots. the legal defense team doing their job and looking at all possibilities and creating a case, but it, I don't think any of it is going to work. It does feel like a long time ago. That when you get in this part of the year, though, it, it's weird because you look up and you say, how is it already almost June, yet January feels like a year ago, right? It, can, it can't be both ways, but it feels like January was well, a long time ago, but I'm also thinking, how is 2023 already halfway over? It flies by. Yeah. And then the summer. Such is life. And then you have to hurry up and wait for football season. Uh, but in, in regards to Miles, the other evidence, which is on camera, is he moves his girlfriend and another person out of the way just prior to the shooting. And that was pointed out by the lead prosecutor in Tuscaloosa. So, denied bail. He's going, Miles. he's going to jail for a long time. Th- this is the part of the story that normally it just fades away. I mean, the, the story was was obviously the key thing is the murder and we don't want to lose sight of that. But the story from our perspective in the sports world was Alabama's handling or lack thereof with Brandon Miller and everything that went on after the fact. Well, now that Brandon Miller's gone, it's not as big of a story anymore. And this is one where months later when they have the trial and everything goes down, we're going to see headlines of, Everyone was convicted, and they're going to be they're going to face sentencing at some point, right? It all kind of goes away until the verdict comes down at this point. Davey? The other thing I wanted to say about this case is it's just another bad look for Alabama PR. I don't know if you guys saw who actually was in attendance for this hearing, but both Quinterly brothers and Noah Gurley showed up, and Javon Quinterly gave a statement talking about how like Darius Miles was a family man. Yeah, I'm speaking you, on behalf of the wanting the bail granted this yeah, before the like, trial. Like if you're Nate Oates, you maybe make a phone call, be like, "Hey guys, uh, let's not attend this." Is like, he, he's not going anywhere? You can you can 
talk to Darius later on. Like, he's going to be in jail for a long time if you want to show support. This is what sort of disgusts me about all this, though, is Nate Oates is going to turn that into a positive. Yeah, the, because, because he's going to say, we are, we are a family. I treat these kids like my own sons. Look at this. I've got their brothers are there front row in the, in the hearing when they killed someone. Supporting them still. Second chances. They're there supporting each other. This is the type of family atmosphere I foster here at Alabama basketball. They're going to twist this, Oates and he's going to twist kick, it into, into a recruiting Oates move. Oates kicked him off the team quickly. Yeah. But, I mean, he's, you see what I'm saying. Like, yeah. his players that are still there or were a part of the team that stayed throughout the year, they're there on their former teammates' behalf. But Nate Oates can then go on the recruiting trail if someone asks about it. That's how he's going to spin it. He's not going to say, Davey's right. They should have said, hey, maybe let's not go to the hearing if you're going to be a part of the program. Don't do that. But what he's going to spin it as is, these guys just love and support each other so much. Look at this. Dude killed a guy. Killed a woman. Yeah. Killed a woman. Sorry, not a guy. Killed a woman. And they're there to support him. That's, that's what he's going to do. That's what we're going to get into Georgia here soon. At what level does it actually affect your bottom line? Bottom line being wins and losses. When you talk about off-field problems. We've seen programs cycle through this that have had a lot of on-field or on-court success and have had off-field issues. And it feels like eventually it always catches up to you. But it may take time. I think of Florida football with Urban Meyer. Now, they won two national titles before it caught up to them. Yeah. But it caught up to them to the point where you know, he's faking a heart attack after a loss because he's got to get out because the program's crumbling beneath him so he can go somewhere else. It eventually catches up. Will it catch up with Nate Oates in Alabama? Will it catch up with Georgia? I, we don't know. We don't know when that's going to happen. What they're trying to do is catch up with uh, those racing in Athens. There, there is uh, there's a push to have more severe penalties for reckless driving and speeding racing uh, there. Uh, it's across the state, apparently. And Athens Clark County Police arrested Marcus Rosemey Jackson. Uh, this was on Tuesday afternoon. He's a wide out, a senior wide, wide receiver for Georgia for speeding maximum limit and reckless driving. He was released on bail, which was $2,000, just shortly after he was uh, arrested there. But, I mean, this is, you mentioned the litany of issues. There is a number of players that have been arrested at Georgia uh, in, in just recent months. You don't have to go back to the football season. You can just go back for the last six months and, and look at the numbers. Um, and... It's plaguing the, the off-the-field headlines for sure since Georgia won that national title, their second in a row. Are we ready to do this? Are we ready to premiere? Well, yeah, because it's... it's what could be the fastest-growing game show? We're tying in Stetson Bennett, who apparently didn't graduate after uh, attending college for six years, multiple schools, but six years of college, and tying in the number of arrests off the field for the Georgia program. Davey Hudson has arrested or graduated. Well, this is a very clever idea from Davey. This is a spinoff also of something I used to play on Trivia Trifecta back in the day. Game show I invented. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. And it's a very hard game to play. I challenge you to play it with your friends at home. Just pick someone, uh, Google them, see if they're dead or alive that's a little bit older, and then just throw a name at someone and ask them, dead or alive? And if they're alive, try to give an age. Always very difficult Davey has spun this into a sports-themed University of Georgia football, arrested or graduated, Davey. Um, and I think this is going to be very difficult to play. 
Mm. I, I'm looking forward to it, and that's the great thing you mentioned, Chad. I mean, those playing at home, you're more than welcome to tag along. Just shout it at your your phone if you're watching there, at the TV, laptop, whatever it may be. But I'm just going to throw out a name, and this is a player on Georgia's roster within the last year. And you tell us whether they graduated <laughs> or were arrested. Okay. Stetson Bennett. No, neither. Well, no, both. Oh, oh no, one or the other one. Sorry. Arrested, he not graduated. Arrested. Yeah. That would be an example of it if we said it. It would be arrested, not graduated for Stetson Bennett. Start us off. Chad Lindbergh. Oh, well, you start off with a Chad. That's never a good place to start. Chad <laughs> Lindbergh. I know from experience. Never start with a Chad. Um, Hutton, I feel like... This, his name sounds like a college graduate to me. Yeah, many would argue that just having the name Lindbergh. Chad should lead to an arrest. Um, just but that first name. Maybe it's both. Are, are, are there, can, it, can there be answers for both? Yes, but there's only one. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. Okay. Uh, this uh, isn't the one. I feel like you're telling us this isn't the one. I'm Is going to say us? graduated. I, I'm leaning arrested, but Hutton, we've got to agree on it. I'll, I, I'll go. I'll, I would have I, said I'm Stetson not, Bennett graduated too. I'm though. not going hard here either way, so I'm going to go with you. Let's say, let's graduated. Graduated. Hey, congratulations, guys. Chad Lindbergh. Congratulations yes. on the diploma. Fine, fine that no one will ever degree. ask for. So, offensive song, lineman, congrats uh, to the him. O-lineman? O-lineman, yep. Next guy on our list. That song was 2000. Uh, I know that was the year I graduated high school. They made that graduation song just for my graduating <laughs> class. Thank you very much. Very important song in my life. So, thank you for that, Colin. Next up, Javon Bullard. Oh, um, I, I know the name. He played. I, I know. Right, I, I feel like he was a good player, so I don't, I don't know if I know. This is why it's hard. I, I don't know if I know the name because he was a really good player on a team full of great players or because he was arrested. And I saw his I mean, I guess you could ask for a hint. Headline. I can give you like a position or if, if he did something notable in I'm the gonna game. I'm going to say graduated. You should make up what the arrest was for. Like just say, it, say a crime and then we'll Speedy. have to guess whether or not Speedy he's guilty maximum of maximum limit. Well, I mean, they're all associated around speeding. We're just Georgia I, football we're I talking think, about. I think this is another. I think Davey's trying to throw us off. I think we got two graduations in a row. I think he graduated. Final answer. Mm. Oh. Yep. Javon Bullard, you might remember him. He was the defensive MVP of the Peach Bowl, and he was arrested for DUI. So we are one for two now. One for two on this game. We'll just keep it going 50%. right along. The name most all of you will know, Nolan Smith. He was arrested. I know that. He, he's one of the headlines. Really? I thought he was just known as just good, solid citizen. Solid dude. All right, I'm going to go with you. You were, you were quick he, to give that answer, Hutton. He was arrested. Nolan Smith arrested final answer. And that he was. He, the outside Jones. linebacker faced charges of speeding in a construction zone, 89 miles per hour in a 55. Um, he, he was able to not have to face too much, but again, just Georgia now, so speeding. He, yeah, so he was. I knew that because he's listed with uh, the Jalen Carter controversy yes. from the combine. But the eighty-nine and a fifty-five. I mean that he that, doesn't deserve to be on this list. But I guess technically, I mean arrested. He should just be ticketed. That's reckless. Eighty-nine and fifty-five is pretty, pretty especially extreme. when it's a construction zone. Um, I'll also say that it's Speed crazy. Trap. You want to talk about an illustration of having a problem? is that a guy as good as Nolan Smith that was a highly regarded NFL draft pick, his name comes up, and I don't have any idea because I feel like everyone on the team has been arrested at some point. And I, I don't even remember if he was arrested or not. That's not good. It should be like a guy that good you know right away, oh, he was arrested. I do think that they're cracking down on the racing. I'm, I'm being serious. That's why yeah. so many are being arrested for uh, the, the speeding charges. I mean, 
Chad, back in our day, you were just ticketed. Yeah. You came over the hill going to high school. And you're, you're, I'm in a school zone, a 20-mile-per-hour school zone going 70. And uh, I was ticketed. And I had more community service than the guy that had pot in his locker that day. <laughs> yeah. Or someone who beat somebody up outside of a bar in your town. Yeah. All right, next up, Davey. We have Warren Brinson. Warren <laughs> Brinson. We have Chad Lindbergh and Warren Brinson. I'm loving these names. I'm going to say Warren graduated. I hate to go three. I, I've guessed graduated three straight times, and I've been right once. Matt, are you keeping score I over think, there? I think he graduated. Keeping score? Tally I, want, this up. I want this to be graduated. Matt's but not I, listening the, to our show right now. The whole premise of this is it's <laughs> He's it's listening to a podcast about arrested. Ronald Reagan right now. So it's, it's, I'm going with arrested just because I think now if, if I'm taking a test, I'm going to you know just randomly – put C as my answer for everything. I think if we just go with arrested as the answer, we're going to ace this test. All right. I'm going to go with Hutton. Hutton's been, he's been more accurate than me. Let's go arrested. Final answer. Yeah. That he was. The defensive lineman charged with two misdemeanors, a simple battery for firing a pellet gun at three people on a sidewalk near a UGA dorm. Pellet guns, uh, uh, there were actual guns at Florida under Urban Meyer at one point with Aaron Hernandez, but I do feel like there was a pellet gun or paint gun issue that went down at a frat house at Florida also. Maybe all these SEC football stories are blending together at this point, and it's just one conglomeration of all of these incidents that I'm putting together in my mind, but I feel like that was a problem there. Uh, We're batting 750 right now. We are three for four in this exercise. No matter what you say, Dave, the answer is arrested. Ra-Ra Thomas. Arrested. Absolutely arrested. (laughs) We're crushing it now. Yep. Well, was he arrested in Starkville? I know he transferred from Starkville or Georgia. I don't, I don't remember the exact location, but it was. I think he like got on campus. Misdemeanor battery, family violence issue. Ferrara. Yeah. So that one's. Not See, that one deserves related. to be on the list for arrested. So far, we got a pellet gun shooting and speeding in a construction zone. That's also on the list. Uh, next up, we got Tyke Smith. Tyke Smith Hutton. I think we just keep going. Let's ride it out until we miss. This is like take till you get a strike when the pitcher's wild. We got to go arrested. Arrested. Final answer. Arrested. Oh, congratulations, uh, Tyke Smith. Tyke, good job. What got was his degree in? Sociology. Hmm. Okay. That but, is a that is a common athlete uh, major. The really? other one, like every school has like the major that most of the athletes will be in. Uh, at Vanderbilt, they have human and organizational development, is one of them. In uh, at at funny enough, at Tennessee it was my major, sport management, that a lot of the football players would be in. So that was me also. And my name's Chad, like Chad Lindbergh, but he graduated and was not arrested. What's uh, up next? Next up, I mean, you guys already know this one. It was mentioned at the beginning, Stetson Bennett, but I did want to come on. I actually did a hit a while back, and I was making fun of Stetson Bennett for not getting his degree. A couple of people came at me. I would like to say that they're like, oh, what have you ever done? And what I would say, well, I would say if you add up Stetson Bennett's national championships and diplomas, and you add up my national championships and diplomas, we're both walking away, knotted up at two. But if you subtract a point for his arrest, I view myself on top, so... That's I where mean, we're at for Stetson. The, Davey, that's the easiest answer ever when someone asks, well, what have you done? I graduated college, <laughs> unlike Stetson Bennett. That's just the response every single time. I, 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 I'm telling you guys, you have to work and try to not graduate. You really years. do. And he changed his major. That's exactly what happened. And he, is I, he trying to prove a point that college education is overrated? Is this a stance that he's taking? I think he, he did this to work his way to stay in college. Uh, to I mean, he's Van Wilder of the football program. 
but he still could have just timed it up where, okay, I'll take my degree now at the very yeah. end of I it mean, and, it, stayed, and stayed in college Dude's going to have a statue built in his honor uh, and constructed. And, and they're probably going to give him though, an honorary doctorate. It'll be hilarious if they make him – I'd like to follow the documentary – that where they make Stetson Bennett have to go back for a year to I, get his degree in order to give him a statue. Yeah, I mean, for all I, it, it could be one volleyball class that he's. Oh he, yeah, he could be short one credit. It could be, I don't it know. could be a semester, absolutely. But I'm saying there there may come a day where they're like, we can't do this unless you're a, an alum. If you didn't graduate, we don't give this honor <laughs> of a na- a building named after you or a statue or this and that, and they have to force Stetson Bennett. To go complete his I, I degree. I like the premise, but unfortunately, it took 41 years before they won their title, and Stetson Bennett was the quarterback that just won back-to-back. Well, Kirby Smart will be getting a statue as a Georgia grad before Stetson Bennett, but when they erect one of him, he may have to finish that volleyball coaching class <laughs> that he's got to do to complete his degree. Davey, what's next? Yeah, we got four more guys next up on the list. Lad McConkey. Lad McConkey, good player, was arrested. I don't think he's graduated yet. I'm going arrested. I'm going to go arrested also. Wow. We, we've, we've missed the last two. Finance. Chad, or sorry, uh, well, Chad got his degree in finance, but so did Lad. So Lad. there we go there, yep. Finance. Um, he's going to help uh, Stetson Bennett with all Chad, the money. Chad, you wish your name make. was Lad instead of Chad? It'd be far superior to Chad. <laughs> At least it would be a discussion point. The name Chad, I feel bad even ordering a coffee somewhere and telling them my name. They're like, oh, of course. Yeah, you're a Chad. Good job. Good Ex- job. Good job, your parents. You didn't parents. control it. Yeah, you didn't control it. Yeah, what were your parents thinking? I'm like, ma'am, it was the early 80s. Lay off them, please. Next we have William Moat. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's M-O-T-E if that rings a bell for anyone else. I could be saying it improperly. Uh, was he on scholarship? Can I ask this question as a follow-up? Or was he a walk-on? I believe he was on scholarship. He's def- he definitely graduated if he's a walk-on. I believe he was on scholarship, but don't quote me on I'm going to say graduated. Graduated. Final answer. Welcome to graduation. You nice. are under arrest. Oh, both. Both, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a oh, trick question. I got you guys. Okay. Yeah, He was a long snapper. Was he arrested so, at graduation? But before or after the ceremony? Uh, it would have been before. He ended up at, let's see, this would have been in January of 2022, uh, Arrested for criminal damage to a property for destroying a window at a downtown Athens law office. Wow. Damaged an office at a... Okay. This probably won't come as a shock, but he was intoxicated while this happened. Yeah, so this was something next to a bar downtown, and he broke a window. At a law office. Yeah. I actually have a similar story to this. I just wasn't caught when I was about 24. uh, I would refer to it as horseplay. Me and a buddy leaving a bar were like shoving each other, playing like we were fighting. And I shoved him a little too hard, and he went through a plate glass window in downtown Nashville on 2nd Avenue, and we just took off running. It was a construction project. Which strip club was that? And, <laughs> well, the strip club would have been open, and it would have been a problem, right? Like, so a balance would have come out. There, it, was a, it was an empty office building facade where they were putting in new glass or something, and it was under construction. And it was 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and he went right through it. And you just heard, I mean, it was the loudest sound in the world when this, you know, ceiling to floor (laughs) glass just 
on the glass is coming like, down cascading like Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song <laughs> if we had the Stone Cold that would be amazing we could play that right now sounded just like that but it went on for like 20 seconds it felt like as the glass just fell from the ceiling the, and we just took off running the glass shatters and everyone just turns around and I remember this was early, you know, this was like uh, mid-aughts so we're thinking are there street cameras that are going to get us and arrest us after the fact for that vandalism nope never happened I think the statute of limitations are up now hopefully <laughs> All right, guys, two more fly through these. Jalen Carter. Arrested. Arrested. And? Pretty simple. Dominic Blaylock. Arrested. I believe I remember this one. Okay, I'll go with you. You were certain on that. Oh, of course. I wanted to end on a good note. They've had nine players get arrested since their first national championship, so they've they've been through the ringer. Perception is reality. And and I'm good. Some of these are speeding. Others are not. Some of these are speeding that, you know, you're racing and there's loss of life and you're claiming you weren't at the scene. Like, oh, But at some point, don't you have to corral everyone together and say, hey, what's going on here and why do we keep doing this? Yeah, two things can be true, right? You're a really good football team. You've won two national championships in a row. Very going talented. For a third, yeah. Sending a bunch of guys to the NFL and, you know, maybe stop getting arrested. I mean, Kirby Smart's got to look around and look in the mirror and say, We're, we've got an awful lot of guys uh, in the police blotter. Let's maybe cool that and, and reevaluate who we're bringing to the program and what they're doing when they get here so we don't have so many guys arrested. That was the purpose of this game, to teach that lesson. We hope that we taught you well. Roger Goodell uh, was teaching lessons in you know, staying out of jail and staying out, out of the, uh, the back of police, uh, police cars uh, whenever he took over as commissioner. All the, the, the protect string, the shield, the string of all incidents. the protect the shield stuff. And when you compare the two, uh, the 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 eras, I'm saying from when he started to where he is now, there's a reason why it's really hard to fail when you're Roger Goodell. He is the king of commissioners, and he's getting another contract extension from league ownership. We will talk about that and dive into what's next after Goodell with Armando Salguero. That's next on Hot Mike. Always love the opportunity to chat with Armando Salguero. I get to do it weekly. twice today. I know. Twice in one day. The co-host, Armando Salguero, joins us. He's our NFL writer at Outkick.com. And we both changed shirts from earlier this morning when we co-hosted Don't At Me with Dan Dockage. What's up, Armando? Uh, so Chad changed shirt to an upscale, a better shirt. <laughs> I changed shirts to a T-shirt about bacon. Yeah, bacon. Armando was upset that <laughs> I said I said in an email I was going to honor Dan by wearing a T-shirt. Oh, try to find an Indiana T-shirt. In fact, and I showed up in a in a polo shirt, <laughs> and he was not happy with my my wardrobe choice. And I told him the God's honest truth. I wanted to wear my mow like a champion today shirt for Thursday night mowing league on a Thursday, but it wasn't clean. I wore it last week and had not washed it, so that's why I wore the polo shirt. My apologies, Armando, but I do love your T-shirt. Yeah, Jonathan. So Chad has this like uh, system apparently for his shirts. My system is next shirt up. <laughs> Whatever is next, that's the one that's going this on is, my body. This is the Thursday shirt right here. I got it. Nailed it. Thursday shirt. Ready to go. Roger Goodell right. is the king of commissioners. And 
a no-brainer that he's getting another contract extension, Armando. It, my, when thinking about that, could anyone do that gig because the NFL is that much uh, foolproof? Or is Goodell that great at his job? Well, he's, he's good at his job. Yeah. Uh, there's some folks in New England that came up with a certain T-shirt mm-hmm. that, you know, that don't think he's all that wonderful. You know, I think the T-shirt has Goodell's face in a clown nose. So, you know, and I, trust me, I get it. Uh, as a person who often wears a clown nose after he writes for OutKick. Um, but I would say to you that how is it that you can argue that the NFL isn't stronger now, isn't more popular now, isn't bigger now than it was when he took over from Paul Tagliabue? All of those things are true. All of those things continue to be true because the guy is now thinking about expanding internationally with a Europe division. Not going to happen right away, but it is going to happen. And so you're thinking now they're on streaming, now they're on TV, now they're going to be in Europe. Uh, Yeah, this guy makes $60 million a year for a reason. Jim Ursay was hinting at a structural change to the NFL front office when Goodell steps aside. How drastic of a change is Ursay hinting at, Armando? Drastic in that they would keep Goodell. <laughs> so oh. think about that. Uh, so the idea of splitting duties in the commissioner's office to a CFO business kind of guy and a ambassador slash football kind of guy. And my guess is that Goodell would be the ambassador football kind of guy rather than the CF, you know, CFO, CEO, oh, so, so, whatever, the office dude that handles the business side. Um, It makes sense because the commissioner's hats um, or the commissioner wears a lot of hats rather and at he's 64 years old now, Goodell is. And so I don't believe he wants to do the full job, bear the full brunt of the office if they ask him to do, you know, half the work for half the pay. That's still $30 million a year, folks. Armando, on our should we care meter, should we care about Aaron Rodgers tweaking his calf at OTAs. Is this a sign of more injuries to come for an old quarterback or is this just precautionary, nothing to see here, don't worry about it? Okay, so it's May. Let's yeah. let's not, you know, press the alarm bells or anything like that and call the fire department. But he is going to be 40 years old this year. But his two tackles are less than optimal the 37 year old left tackle and the always injured right tackle who wants to be a left tackle so so who also thinks playing right tackle gets him injured not just does he want to be a left tackle he he believes that it's bad for his health to play right tackle right we're talking about mckay beckton yep um who really dude 
your your last few years, uh, be quiet and play. Don't blame others. Don't don't be any sort of uh, flashing red light. Don't raise red flags. Do your job. And Makai Becton, who God bless him, he's lost a bunch of weight. He's in better shape than he's been. He is still a huge question mark at whatever position he plays for the New York Jets. And again, Dwayne Brown at left tackle is, you know, he's almost old enough to start thinking about being a grandfather. <laughs> so uh, that's an issue with a 40-year-old quarterback. Um, and so all I'm saying is the New York Jets right now, you asked me earlier, uh, Chad, what I was working for for tomorrow's OutKick pages. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna rate the thirty-two teams, and the reason that the New York Jets are not in the top ten is because there is that injury, you know, possibility that hovers over that team with their most important player. That if he stays injury-free, they're a playoff team, and if he doesn't, they're a seven-win team. Armando Salguero with us, and you can check that out tomorrow at outkick.com. Um, so last year, there were we were trying to decide, is Russell Wilson, has he gained a little weight? Well, turns out Russell Wilson has lost some pounds. That's evident at OTAs with Denver. Meanwhile, how, may, how much weight has Tua gained in, in South Beach? Uh, or is this just a bad angle that we're looking at with what we, uh, what we saw online? Um, is this his normal size, Armando, that you normally see at practice? It's a little chunky. Uh, well, it's all muscle. Yeah. <laughs> it's all martial arts muscle. <laughs> Positive uh, body weight. That's what I always, I always call it when I gain a little weight. I'm like, it's it, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. Let's just keep that in mind. Dude, uh, you know, uh, it's May, and I'm not going to mess with two and on now. Yeah, it's too early. Uh, I'm gonna let that just lay all over your show on hot mic. You all can talk about Tua's big butt. I'm not gonna go there. I don't think it's I'm a bad going, thing though. I, I think it's it could actually help him. It could. I mean, look, he was 217 when he came into the league. You want him to be about 225. Yeah. So. I think it'll be fine. They're not asking him to, you know, be Josh Allen and basically drive the running game. Moreover, uh, it's May, okay? It's May. And plus, he's a very uh, heavy guy from the waist down. So he's always been that. He's carried a lot of weight from the waist down. Solid base so, what you're saying. Th thick base. Yes. Always been a thick base yes. guy. Yes, and we all really actually want him to gain some neck so that he can hold up his head and not hit, you know, the ground every time he goes down because that's where the concussions come from. Uh, who's the other guy you guys asked me about? Well, I, I use Russell Wilson as the example just because uh, Jeff oh. Fisher said on the show, he's like, hey, Russell Wilson's gained some weight and it's not helping him. He's not nearly as mobile. But with Tua, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking extra weight could help him in the long term for durability purposes? Well, for Russell Wilson, if you remember last year, and people were asking what's wrong with Russell Wilson, 
And we talked about it on this show. And I told you guys, NFL people were telling me it's not the arm, it's the legs. And the reason that it's the legs is he doesn't have the same explosion. They're not, it's, it's something's changed to where his throwing is different. He can't get out of the pocket and be as dynamic out of the pocket anymore. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, some of that has to do with weight. And if he's losing weight, that's a plus for him. Colin Kaepernick's back in the headlines. He's saying that since he's been out of the league, he hasn't noticed that big of a difference in the NFL's initiative for diversity. I don't know how he can look at what the league has done and not think that they've done more than what was going on uh, based on how they've attempted to address this and how they continue uh, to, to address this. What, is, there, I'm, I'm, is there anything Kaepernick would see from the NFL that would actually make him happy? Because I don't think so. I tuned Colin Kaepernick out at the moment where he said to me on a phone call, um, Cuba has very good, um, uh, what is it, uh, medicine. In other words, they have the health system. Yeah, they have institutionalized a very good health system. He's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about half the time when it in regards to subjects outside of football. So he said that to me. He said that Fidel Castro had also helped, you know, the social justice system in Cuba. Also a lie or just ignorance on his part. I, I don't have a lot of respect for Colin Kaepernick. I, you know, I, I just don't believe he studies or spends the time to know what he's actually discussing a good percentage of the time. So the fact that I don't know that Colin Kaepernick has visited the NFL offices and been told about the initiatives or been schooled on every initiative, I can tell you that the NFL office now has an entire DEI division that it didn't have five years ago. Uh, I mean, they've got programs that we talked about last week, which is the, um, the program where the minority coaches, the diversity coaches, as they say, went and met with owners for three days in Minneapolis. That didn't exist two years ago. So how can you say it's worse or no better? It's obvious. It's clearly, by sheer definition, gotten better with the addition of these programs and the addition of hardworking people at the NFL office who are instituting these programs and pushing for, in most cases, Black head coach and general manager candidates to be pushed forward. Well, and let's be, you know, intellectually honest about it. It doesn't help his his bank account if he says progress has been made. I mean, he he's profited from the fact that he's saying that no progress has ever been made and it's not being made anywhere. I mean, it does serve him well to go out and say, "Yeah, it's getting worse or no progress is happening" because he's he's profiting off of that and he he has from the beginning and he'll he'll continue to do so, I'm sure. Dividers get paid 
more when they divide successfully. That's all I'm going to say about that. 100% correct. Yep. Armando, how divided are the coaches and players on the new kickoff rule with a fair catch inside the 25, puts the ball at the 25? Uh, I know Andy Reid and John Harbaugh have been out front and saying they, they hate it. And I know the special teams coaches hate it. But the owners put this in due to concussions, right? They, they're citing, what, 18 or 19 concussions last year on kickoff return? Yeah, so also Sean Payton hates it. Yep. Bill Belichick is on record as hating it, although Bill Belichick being on one side makes me want to be on the other. <laughs> um, but whatever. And uh, of those 18 to 19, I think it's actually 19. I was told 19. Now it's being reported it's 18. Concussions on kickoffs, only about seven or eight can be actually seen on film. And only one is actually to the kick returner. <laughs> so the reason that this, this rule was supposedly put in for health and safety of the players and the greater health and safety of the players, the guy most affected supposedly on a kickoff return, the kick returner was rarely injured on the return last year via a concussion. So. Look, ownership wanted to do what it wanted to do. They wanted to have a talking point for future collective bargaining talks. They wanted to uh, indemnify themselves from future possible lawsuits. I don't know how that would work um, by an individual, which is like crazy. An individual is going to take on the NFL. But that's how they voted. And. The the farm animal, the cow, the horse, they're all out of the barn. The entire farm is out of the barn. I, I find it interesting, and, and maybe I'm, you know, I'm looking too hard for something here, but I don't recall the coaches being this vocal about, you know, some new rules to they had to reteach their linebackers how to tackle. Um, meanwhile, they're they're upset about a fair catch rule and a kickoff return. I, I don't recall the coaches saying that it was flag football then. They were pointing to the injuries. Right, because the previous rules that were instituted with almost zero exceptions were instituted with the coaches being part of the decision-making process and having say and being heard. Um, they were heard in this process, which is the reason that initially when this came up in the March meeting, it was tabled because owners were listening. Um, they weren't present at the meeting that was this week. The, the meeting among owners was privileged and they voted the way that they voted without the presence or uh, you know the say-so of coaches. So it's different. It, this is, I wouldn't say unprecedented, but it's rare where football decisions in the NFL are made without football coaches. Armando, always great, man. We love the visit each and every week, and uh, I can't wait to go back and watch Don't At Me from this morning. Even better for a Chad's second time in one day. Chad's been raving about it. Terrific content. I appreciate you guys as always. And remember, Jonathan, next time you go to your closet to pick out a shirt, Pick out the next. Just, I will. Pick out the next I will. one. Right down you in too, order. Chad. That's right. Pick I, out I, the next one. I'm a, I'm a, That's the system. Armando, I can't blame you. I'm a special event 
dresser, and today was a special <laughs> event when I got to see you. So I was hoping I'd have that shirt ready, but I didn't. Next time, I'll be more prepared. All right, man. Be well. Armando Salguero, outkick.com. Follow him on uh, social as well, at Armando Salguero. Coming up, the Commanders, they have uh, filed and filed for a trademark application. They've got the result back on the trademark that, you know, they're trying to potentially change their name and trademark some future things. It's intriguing that they didn't get this approved because I thought everything now gets rubber stamped because they changed ownership. That's next on Hot Mike. Sixth and Peabody, our location with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. The Commanders... There's been some discussion that new ownership, Josh Harris and company, may want to change the name, the Washington Commanders. And depending on how this ends up, maybe they'll have no choice because... They're going to have to. The U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, it's according to uh, trademark attorney Josh, Ger- Josh Gerben, that the, the trademark office has denied the trademark application for the name Commanders, which I don't understand this. Like how you know major league baseball can file for a trademark of the word boston you know but commanders gets turned down so and and they're they're citing like the commander's cup or what is it commander's championship between air force and the commander's trophy no it's the the commander-in-chief trophy no there's something else there's two exit the commander's classic oh the the game between air force and army Okay. That's been trademarked. It's the Commander-in-Chief trophy is what they play right. for in the round robin between the three yes. in football. And then there's another guy who owns the trademark for Washington Space Commanders and Washington Wolf Commanders. Um, I, again, like I don't, I don't understand how the Washington Commanders football team can't get, let's, get um, the name if they want it. If you'll allow me, Hunt, let's get a little bit weird before, before Davey gets weird on the show at some point. Um, <laughs> They own the trademark to Redskins. Oh, you want to go back to it? I mean, have crazier things happened? I mean, new ownership group, get the right Native American groups to back it and then come back to the Redskins. Can you imagine a more popular thing to do for a new ownership group than to return that name? But was it not the to NFL a fan that base that only knew that name that for so pushed long? pushed the flip of the name because Daniel Snyder didn't want to change the name either for the longest time. Yeah, look, I, I again, I'm I'm being wild I mean, it, here. It, I think it would I'm, crush. I'm being wild, but I'm thinking years later, you know, uh, look, things typically change the other way when it comes to sensitivities, right? Over time, but has that mellowed at all? I I don't I don't know. Look, I don't think it would happen. I'm just saying they they have the trademark for that. They do. The team and they, and the they team chose could, the name. The team could return to that. They can't trademark and, apparently. Look, I don't know. That there's any level of like, if people are going they, to be mad about, it, they're going to be mad about it. And if one person or one group's mad about it, that seems to be enough to get it canceled and off the off the possible name list. But if you had enough Native American groups that would support it, would they go back to it? Well, doubtful. What, but what's so confusing? Something is that did pop in my mind. The application was denied, but Gerben points out that the teams he believes will eventually use the name, like they'll be granted access when they prove 
you know, what I'm thinking, like, isn't that why you file for the application to begin with is to prove that you, I think change it. The only way to change it would be to change it back. I think changing it to a third name is just ludicrous at this point. It's already ridiculous. Well, it, uh, sorry, be a fourth. Because it was WFT, Washington football team. Well, they worked the, on the name. Then the commanders, and then now it would be a fourth name. That's crazy. The theory is they want to change it to another name just to have a clean break altogether from Daniel Snyder. Yeah. And then you open up their new stadium that they're going to get because Daniel Snyder's not there. As we go from Redskins to Seminoles. Seminoles coming up. Florida State leaving the ACC, and should the SEC jump in and poach? We'll discuss that next. <laughs> 